This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Go to GoDaddy.com for all of your domain and web hosting needs. Save 10% off by going to GoDaddy.com and entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B-L-U-13. I know that you're confused about who you are. You are a hero who helped your people. You're a beautiful woman who loved an ugly man. Really, really loved me. You find goodness in others. And when it's not there, you create it. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And this is a place where she eyes me like a Pisces when I am weak, where I've been locked inside your heart-shaped box for weeks. And we talk about Once Upon a Time. We do a little bit, little but bit. mostly Nirvana lyrics. And hearts in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, Once Upon a Time, hearts in boxes. Yes, uh... It, they they go together like Once Upon a Time and Shippers. Oh, Shippers. <laughs> we gotta love the Shippers. Here's to the Shippers. Here's to the Shippers. But yes, we're back for another new episode because Once Upon a Time had another new episode. And uh, here we are to talk about it. What what an episode it was. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. Well, uh, perhaps it, we should start with a limerick. Oh, the no? the little rhyme I usually Your write rhyme. for these. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's just do let's that. just let's just jump into it. Okay, okay. young Cora gets Sora. Omg, oh my, omg, snow is evil. Now I can't even think of rhymes. Let's just get into the episode discussion. Love Bill. <laughs> okay, into the discussion. Into the discussion. Yes, do it. We ha- we we couldn't wait. I I, I could I couldn't there concentrate no on creativity. the rhyming Mm-mm. because the one thing that was on the top of my head and by the way if you haven't seen the latest episode of once upon a time you shouldn't be listening to us because yeah, we're the land of spoilers come back later because uh, <laughs> we're talking about the episode right now right up front less than two minutes in what what are we talking about um sunshine and butterflies. snow's decision <laughs> Snow's decision. Uh, now, uh, th- she made several decisions in this episode. She did. She made one very important one, though. The one very, very important one. That was to send Henry off with uh, Ruby. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Obviously, we are talking about uh, they, the big one will die. Uh, one has died. One has died. I actually saw that hashtag. <laughs> one has died. <laughs> one just died. <laughs> But uh, indirectly at Snow's hand, basically what happens is... There was no indirectly. uh, Well, a little bit. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) No, but basically, Rumpel's laying there dying, poisoned by Hook's dagger. Uh, Cora and Regina are on their way. And Rumpel suggests to Snow in a moment when they're alone... Well, Snow had vowed to kill Cora in the last episode anyway, so it wasn't a huge shock. But he suggests uh, that Snow gets the candle from last week's episode that we saw that she wouldn't use to save her own mother and uh, use that candle on Cora's heart and then have the heart inserted back into Cora's body and then she would die and it would save Rumple. And so Snow, uh, after a little resistance, decides that this is a good idea and she sneaks away during the big battle. And she goes down to the crypt and uh, Regina's crypt and finds Cora's heart and does the the candle voodoo. And uh, then Regina, Cora uh, realizes, like, it has a feeling that someone's going after her heart. She, she sends Regina. It. She's like, Ugh. yeah. And uh, so Regina shows up just as uh, Snow's leaving. And uh, Snow tells her that uh, she got the heart for Regina so she could put it back into her mother so they could they could have love again and her mother could love again and they could be a nice, big, happy family. 
And uh, then Regina does that and yeah. Cora dies. But so. she has a moment of happy. She's, she she she's does a very strong moment of happy, like that smile was actually very frightening. Mm-hmm. But I little... what I want to talk about right now, though, know. is the implications for the character of Snow. Oh yeah, I know you left it there. <laughs> no, it, but I I think I think this almost takes Snow from being one of the good guys to being one of the bad guys. Well, yeah. It's it's one thing to want to get revenge on somebody who killed your mother it's another thing to use your your uh i have excuse the pun pollyanna sort of demeanor to trick someone into killing their own mother you've just covered like three of my points that i have coming up later just so you know okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm like none of my points are valid later um yeah snow about that do you think Rumble really like we're just sort of just gonna jump through all of them? Sorry. Oh yeah, it's there fine. was no really organization. Um, do you think he really thought she'd do it? Because he seemed even surprised. I think. I I think he thought it was his best chance for well, sure. It, it definitely was his best chance. Yeah, we were we were down to an in on mm. on the dagger. But I, in, as we'll discuss later too, he I think he was prepared to die, <laughs> for sure. You set that up, yeah. He he was he was uh he was you know. It, make it making a what's the phrase when someone's dying peace. in there he's yeah making peace. making peace with everybody yeah there were some phone calls there yeah hugs but tears. i like i i i expected snow to kill somebody pretty much Did in you? this episode I, well she said at the end of the last episode, I am going to kill Cora. yeah, she really did you you had to know she would at least try, but i did like i think what took it over for me was the lie she told to Regina when Regina Yes. Okay, Regina I believed mean, it way too easy. And, and I I mean you can kind of you might excuse it by saying, you know, Snow was caught red-handed. Uh another pun. Sorry. Uh but you know, Snow was caught red-handed and she was thinking on her feet and this that and the other. But I could there there has to be at least one or two other things she could have said to get out of that situation other than being like, here, go kill your mom for me. Yeah, like, I don't know, but like Regina hates Snow. Mm. Why would she just be like, oh, that's so sweet, Snow, thank you so much, and go shove a heart in her mom? Because, like, because Regina's evil and she's cynical and she sees Snow as, like I said, like this Pollyanna kind right, of character, but, and she doesn't th- she doesn't think Snow has that in her. Then why would Snow have gone for the heart? And you know, I'm, no, I'm there's nothing pro Regina about me, but well, yeah, you know, even even up to last episode, we had scenes between Snow and Regina where they were where Snow was trying to reach out to Regina to try and save her. And I, I think, you know, being in Regina's position, especially since she seemed to be getting a little shaky on her mother's motivations. Yeah, she really was. Um, you, you know, she didn't come out right out and say it, but she was questioning and this, that, and the other. I, th- I think she trusted Snow's intentions because she knows that Snow White is above reproach and perfect. Right. And- yeah, I- I, st- I can't believe And just it. wants her to be good and everyone to be happy and there to be peace. Yay, happy. And she didn't think that Snow would ever, That's true. <laughs> ever That's true. Okay. stoop to this level of that. deceit. I'll buy that. Yeah, I, just, I, I can't believe Snow did it. I know. I know. It, it can, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of stunned still. It, it's one of those things. And I, I don't think there's actually been that many of these moments in the series as a whole, except in the flashbacks where, you know, they're setting things up. But I think it's a moment that really changes her whole character, like, irrevocably. irrevocably. Ah, I can't talk tonight. Irreversibly. There we go. <laughs> I was like, I know that word. <laughs> no, but I, I, don't think, I don't think there's any going back from this. Or coming but back I mean, from this. But I mean, it's not like snow. she's going to suddenly turn into Korra because she killed one person. I don't know. Guilt can do strange, strange things. She might, she might end up you know, huddled up under the blankets crying for a month like I would. Or she might, uh, she might, you know, turn to the dark side a little bit too, especially if Regina pushes as hard as it, it seems like one would when one gets tricked into killing one's own mother. 
Yeah, but I I don't see snow to- going that far. That far. What? I think if anything, it's going to be mm-hmm. more in relation to gold and his dark one magic because well, now they're family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because that wasn't really talked about in any way. Like, he was almost mm-hmm. like, hey, we're kind of like grandparent. Like, I don't know. We're, we're family now. Yeah. Sort of reaching out. I mean, obviously, she was the only one who knew how the candle worked and all that situation, but. I don't know. She was. She's also one of the biggest for understanding family, mm-hmm. and he needed Emma there, yeah, because <laughs> she's magic. This really does with uh, Cora eliminated, though. It, it does really make me wonder uh, what the big final climax conflict of the season's going to be. Is it going to be Regina versus everyone again? Again. Or is it going to be uh, the outside world versus story? I think it's going to be the outside world. Yeah, probably. I think. I mean, Regina's got a. a, She's got fight in her, but she Mm -hmm. doesn't. I mean, dude's got to be tired. Like I'm tired. Just she just (laughs) is like again. Like you could sort of just see her just go. Mm. Yeah, it it just uh, you know it just makes me wonder because the way they seem to be pacing it, you know, it, it seemed like. The big battle with Korra was coming up and building up to where it was going to come towards the end of the season. And no, it's it it it's was there. this episode. Done. It was done. This was like, the big battle with Korra. I thought this was Korra. just backstory. I had mm-hmm. I you know until they started pitching their whole one will die campaign on like yeah. Tuesday. Um, yeah, we we just thought we were finally going to get I Rumpel and Korra's origin stories. Yeah, and then the whole one will die shenanigans. I really really didn't think it would be Korra yet. Mm-hmm. I thought it would almost be like a secondary lead. Yeah. Because yeah. I know you had tossed around it being red. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be red. Which made sense. But then once you don't see her in the episode more <laughs> yeah, than 12 it, seconds. She like picks up Henry and she's out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know a lot of people were saying maybe Bay, but they mm. couldn't kill him off yet. Yeah. His story hasn't even happened. Yeah, I just like Cora. I just didn't see it being Cora. Cora ba- barely entered my mind because as an option, no. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I was like, well, there's still more story to tell with Cora, and I guess there still is, which we'll talk about later too. Uh, but uh, let's see. You want to go ahead? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here. Well, let's see what we haven't just covered out of the first five points. <laughs> um, okay. Well, here let's uh, talk about Cora's. Uh, you would have been enough. Yeah, you would have been enough. Was, was her big line. Where uh, after she gets the heart put back in her, she has this moment where she feels love again and she's just all smiles and bubbly and she – as she's uh, – Dying. Dying, she realizes uh, that Regina would have been enough. So the, the the really heartbreaking thing about this and how it ties back into Snow's decision is that if Snow had honestly been doing what she said she was said doing, she was doing Everything would have turned out fine. They would have had a happy ending. Except Rumple would have died. Rumple would have died, yes. Probably. Maybe. More than likely. More than likely. He he was like 20 minutes from death. Mm-hmm. But there would be no more big bad evil queen or evil queen's right. mother in Storybrooke. Yeah, the dark one would have died. But that's but, the dark one dying. Yeah, that's the dark one dying. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're related now. But... <laughs> Exactly. They're all family. But it it was just so crushing because you like I am in what's her name? Barbara Hershey did a wonderful job oh, portraying that moment where it, it the switch flips and she becomes a person again instead of just this power hungry monster. A shell. Yeah. And uh it, it it was just heartbreaking. I can't imagine living my whole life with no love. Mm-hmm. Like she had love and what's his face? The king tells her that love is weakness. Mm-hmm. Well, we've heard that before. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it was just. Uh, she was just. Was she was already power hungry mm-hmm. before. And th- to make him pay, which she never even really did. Mm-hmm. That we know. Yeah, I, I, I will say, though, as long as we're talking about Cora, uh, props to Rose McGowan for Dude, her portrayal amazing. of young Cora. I hope they can bring her back at some point. 
No more plastic surgery. Please stop. <laughs> Although I no- I noticed they did her makeup a little bit uh, to make her look a little more like Barbara Hershey. Like oh, they, they made, did it exactly. They made her lips a little smaller, a little finer, mm-hmm. and stuff. But no, that's the plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, they – I mean you couldn't have cast that better. Yeah. You could not have cast it yeah, that, better. That's one of the many things this show does well is they cast really good younger versions yes, of characters. or older versions when that's like yeah, – Yeah, depending on which came first, the chicken, chicken or, the or the egg. egg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go to E. Uh, e? Yeah. E is for Emma. And other stuff. It's good enough for me. No, but I thought it was interesting, and I, I just kind of wanted to point it out um, that, uh, yeah, uh, Emma was able to, you know, bring up her pa- her feelings of love and protection for people she loves and everything else to cast the warding spell mm-hmm. around Mr. Gold's shop. And uh, it got me to thinking, especially in contrast to the scenes of Cora learning magic from Rumpel uh, back in the day, uh, that, you know, Emma is a product of true love, and that's where all her power comes from. And Regina, as we've come to find out in this episode, once we learned the origins of her birth and everything, uh, you know, basically... Uh, being used as a power baby. (laughs) She she was a pawn from mm -hmm. preconception thoughts. Yeah. So she, Regina's basically this product of uh, darkness and isolation as Rumpel says her life will be if she, you know, gets into the magic and whatnot. So basically I, Emma and Regina are complete polar opposites, which we've, we've always known She's the main the hero. She's the, the main evil, villain. The blonde and the brunette. But there, there's a thematic. I, I thought it would be nice to point out that that thematic tie. You know, Emma. They took it the whole way. Yeah, yeah, and and you could definitely see where a final conflict or a major conflict between them would probably take advantage of that with. Regina sending out wraiths and killing the ground that Emma stands on, and right. Emma like growing trees and like you know yeah. I, I could see some, them doing Earth something mother like that. action, yeah, little exactly. Earth mother action, exactly. Yeah. She definitely is that form of magic, mm-hmm. which was my neck. Oh, oh, go ahead. Okay, that was sort of my next thing. Is it's really weird though about Emma's magic because she is out of pure love. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't seem to be able to pull it up herself. She needs the dark one to pull it up within her, which is weird. I mean, not yeah. really pull it up, but like point it out to her and teach mm-hmm. her how to do it. It's it's almost like he's grooming another one. Yeah, but, but I, he knows she's pure. But he he's not grooming her like we've seen him groom other no. people. No, he's not so, like this is how you rip out a heart. I I think he realizes that in order to train her up to be the person she needs to be within the context of his plans, that uh, he he needs to uh, push her towards that that white light yeah. <laughs> of her being, you know, towards her origins as a product of true love. Thought that was mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Do it, Robert Carlyle. For this one scene we're about to talk about, deserves every Emmy, every Oscar, <laughs> every Grammy, every Tony, and every uh, Student Council Representative of the Year for his performance in this scene. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you, you know, I I was just kidding. Obviously, the Oscar, Emmy, whatnot, student council Students. coming to Robert Car- Carlyle for the call between him and Bell. Yeah, you Rumbellers out there, I'm sure freaking you, out. I'm sure you've all watched that scene, that clip, seventeen times, seventeen billion. Times. <laughs> it's been on a loop. How many hits it's got on YouTube? No, but it was just so heart wrenching, and I really think that it that conversation, that phone call. Is is going to be a key to Rumple getting all the love back into his life? Not only just Bell, who he was talking to, but his son Bade uh, Neil Cassidy, who was sitting right there. It broke through. It, it broke through that. It barrier. broke through a barrier that he had built up over a few hundred years yeah. to hate his dad, and he realized that that his dad did that, have love. That lame, as in can't walk, coward from three hundred years ago that. 
got corrupted and abandoned him was still under there somewhere. Right. And it, it, well, they, I mean, they have that moment. Mm-hmm. They have that, I, you know, I, I was looking for you to say, I'm sorry. I love you. I made a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he forgave him. Yeah. He, he was like, I'm still angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not completely over it, but yeah, it's, we can work on it basically. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing I noticed during that phone call, like, yeah, Belle seemed to – I mean she was trying. You could see she was trying to remember, to remember this man. Yeah. But it also seemed to hit Emma and Bay really hard. Mm-hmm. Really – like they had a, quite a few moments. I'm sort of jumping here. But, oh, that's fine. Um, where – did they miss each other? Mm-hmm. You can see it. You can see that. Yeah. Like, and especially her snide remark of why you think I care that a boyfriend I dated 10 years ago has a, is engaged. Yeah. The yes. Whole, the, the, yes, you do. Sorry. The whole, invi- the whole invisible chalk scene. Yeah. Th- that was, that was her going. Yeah. I never stopped thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much giving her the same thing right back. Yeah. It was sweet. <laughs> okay. There was Not so- to take from the rebel. So. Yeah, there was something else I wanted to mention about the Rumbell stuff. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Darn it. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's okay. I, it, it, oh, it, it made me very teary. Though. It, was, it, it was touching. I, I did see um, somebody somewhere on the internet posted um, about um, how is she going to react when you know this man called her, professed his love, and told her how great she was because he was mm-hmm. dying, and oh, he's good now. Uh, is it going to seem hoaxy? Is I, it almost going to work not in his favor? I I don't think. And uh, actually, hold on. As long as we're talking about this, mm-hmm. I believe that was mentioned. Oh, was that in a call, one of our? Yeah, that was in I one of our letters. So I was just going to go ahead and read it. I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think it was a win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, we'll go ahead and uh, read your letter when early in the show before the listener feedback. Um, but uh, Wynn writes, hi, Anne-Marie and Bill. Uh, no hater aid this week, but I do have a question for you and a comment. Do you think Mr. Gold's heartfelt I'm dying phone call to Bell was a miscalculation in his efforts to win her back? The next time she sees him, he's going to be healthy. Will she think he was just trolling her and hate him even more? I now am. Yeah, as Anne-Marie brought up. And yeah, this is where you read it. Yeah, this, this would be where <laughs> I read it. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. We, I've no, read we, a lot we, in the past 24 hours. We've done that before. It happens. It it's happens. always win too, though. <laughs> She's too smart for me. No, but I, I don't think that'll really be an issue because I think there, there are enough people with authority there that could come in and be like, no, he was sick. That, <laughs> he was bleeding out mm-hmm. with magical yeah. infections. It, that I don't think it's going to matter. Plus, uh, I won't get into any specific spoilers, but uh, things that have been outlined oh, for yeah. Bell's character in the future, uh, in the next few episodes here, I don't think I don't think that'll be too much of an issue. I, I won't say why, right? <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think that'll be too much of an issue. Let's go ahead and finish up. Okay, uh, sorry. Wynn's comment as we're oh, here. Okay. Uh, and uh, Wynn goes on to say, my comment is I that I think ABC paced post way too many of uh, sneak peeks having about 10 minutes of the show leaked each week really cuts down on the fun of guessing what's going to happen. Agreed. I uh, know. I think that was, that effect was particularly uh, this potent episode. this week because they released nine minutes of the episode yeah. uh, a few days before the episode. They posted aired. two main clips. Like yeah. well, they, they kept posting. They're like, here's mm-hmm. the whole first scene, the whole first scene. I'm like, stop it. Well, they, they posted pretty much the whole first 10 minutes. In no. one in one clip, no, they did. did it, they really, yeah. I it, didn't notice that one. Well, the thing was, it was shown at the Paley Fest thing that we mentioned mm-hmm. last week. Uh, the big panel with all the actors, writers, Which all that stuff. Which one was the first one or the second one? What's that? The first one was the first scene or second scene. What first scene or second scene? The chorus scene or the boat scene? What about it? Which one was it? Or was it the whole thing? Fe- no, it was the whole first ten minutes. Okay. Well, I don't, you know, know where the ten minutes cuts off. Yeah, yeah. I, That's what I was I, I didn't watch it, but uh, it was basically the first 10 minutes of the episode. and But they had showed it in advance of the panel 
at, mm. at the at Paley Fest, and they figured someone with a camera phone was going to post it anyway. And nobody did. Uh, but no, they figured they, they figured someone would, so they just went ahead and posted it themselves. Which so, I mean, that's mm. but good I, you know, I, I I can definitely see the argument for and against. Uh, yes, ABC has to promote their show. Yes, people who are really into the show and don't care so much about spoilers love those uh, scenes. I'm raising my hand. Uh, I, I think it just comes down to really when, uh, you know, if, too much. They, if there's a lot of information out there about a show you like and you don't want to be spoiled by it, it and I know it can be hard, well, but you know, try not to seek it out. And usually people are pretty good about doing spoiler warnings. We try to be good about it. Sometimes we're not. Our ep- our episodes are just spoilers. Yeah. Most yeah. Of the time. But, okay, my but thing you know, is, about future episodes and stuff like you don't, that. You don't always know how long the clip – you know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a clip. Okay. To me, a clip is maybe like a minute, uh-huh. maybe two. I wouldn't – like I probably wouldn't have clicked that whole coral – the whole first Korra scene, mm-hmm. if I'd known it was the whole first Korra scene. Yeah. Like, I kind of just wanted to see Rose McGowan. So, of course, I was going to click. The, like, I wanted to see how mm-hmm. she did this. Um, I, I just – I think they just posted too much. Yeah. Well uh, – I mean, I like the little script mm-hmm. excerpts and, you know, I don't know. I, I just think yeah, you, more than two minutes at a cut. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, give or take a little, but I just think it's too much for anyone. Yeah, it's, it's, Or at least spread it out. Spread mm-hmm. it out a little. Don't just do the whole first <laughs> 10 minutes of the episode because mm-hmm. you're just making some of us cranky. Well, it's a tough thing, you know, because there's some people who don't want to hear it, don't want to see it, don't want to get anything too revealing in advance of the episode because it takes away of the impact of the episode for them. But then there's people like me who actively seek this stuff out and would hate for it not to be there every week. I mean, we, we wouldn't have a news section if they didn't release as much. Yeah, actually, we have a very light news section today because we're recording today. on Monday and they haven't We're actually recording on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually recording on time. But yeah, it's it's a tough thing. I guess I guess it just comes down to, yeah, the stuff's going to be out there. Uh, you may agree with the content and the amount of it, or you may not. But just be on guard and watch out for spoiler warnings, and hopefully you won't run into it unless you really want to see it. But uh, okay, anyway, back to the- back to the episode. <laughs> So, uh, thank you, thank you for that wind detour. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> and there was our ten minute wind detour. Let's go back to object I. Now let's see here. <clears throat> okay, now one thing I'm still a little unclear about as far as the timeline. Okay, so in this episode, young Cora meets Henry, Regina's father, and becomes a princess. Right. True story. And then the next time in the timeline that we've seen Cora and Henry, Regina's father, later on her valet and Regina and everyone, they're living in this estate out on a hill. And they're not – they don't appear to be connected to any sort of royalty or royal family at all. In fact, to the degree that Cora is working behind the scenes to orchestrate the death of a queen so Regina can take her place and become a queen. Right. So I think there's still a story left here, I guess. There has to be at least one story. That we, why Henry didn't become king and Regina his queen. You know, or not Regina, Cora. Regina would be weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some illegitimate child somewhere probably pushed him <laughs> out. Yeah, something. Maybe a duke but, or something. But, you know, it, it, at least that way, uh, it, hopefully we'll get to see Rose McGowan step back into the we role of young to, Cora at least one more time. Now that we've already killed off Cora. Or Barbara Hershey. I, I would I accept either both. young Cora or old Cora. Actually, I was reading through the Reddit discussion thread yeah. uh, right after the episode aired, yeah. and someone proposed something that I w- I'd be completely on board with, and that is <laughs> Cor- no, Cora doesn't actually die. And uh, as part of coming back from – or she actually dies, but she figures out a way to come back. And as part of that process, she de-ages and gets played by Rose McGowan for an arc <laughs> or something. I, w- I would watch that show. I, I mean I love Barbara Hershey, but Rose McGowan did really good too. And it would be interesting to see her she, interact mean, with the modern cast. You yeah, know? like I love Since Barbara Hershey, but I kind of like, I, I like Rose McGowan's core better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so – Anyway. Who was grosser – Watching oh, Rumple make out with old Cora or young Cora? Old Cora. Old Cora, you yes. think? 
It's one of those. It's like you'll see your grandparents kiss or something. Mm-hmm. Not that I watched my yeah, grandparents but what, make out. But what, what's grosser, watching your grandparents kiss or watching your grandpa kiss somebody your age? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough call. It, I don't I, know. Multiple wrinkly people is mm-hmm. almost worse. I would definitely have to get. <laughs> I, I would definitely have to give it over to uh, old Cora yeah. as well. Just, just because it was so shocking at the time, because you never expected uh, Rumpel, Rumpel and Cora to be making out. You know, yeah. they, they're basically enemies. <laughs> or, st- as far as we knew, up until that point, they were basically enemies. I'm going to so. kind of backtrack a little bit here. Okay. So when, um. What's his face? Rumpel asks Cora if she ever really loved him, and she goes, "The whole, you know, that's why I had to rip my heart out and all that type of stuff." Mm-hmm. What did he really want to hear? Did he want to hear it? Was he at all in love with her? Like, I need that story. Yeah, that's something. And uh, Jane Espenson, the writer for the episode, said on Twitter too that uh, that was left ambiguous on purpose oh, whether yeah. Rumpel loved her or not. But uh, I don't know. I I, I think uh, Cora definitely did love him. Yeah. Oh, that's definite. Yeah. There's no question about that. But it's just a matter of because because on one hand it seemed like he was willing to go against his plan to get Bay back a little bit. Yeah. You know, by fathering the kid that he would take from Cora to turn into the evil queen to set the cur- curse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Uh, he was willing to alter that plan or modify it on the fly where right. it seemed to be uh because of the way things were going with with cora but you know it's probably a story that will be told at some point next season yeah even if it's just a few lines where rumple's like oh i, I did love her oh i didn't love so her. that would make him loving three women at this yeah. point granted actually a couple hundred years i guess that's you know i wouldn't be surprised if in the next episode we see a cora funeral maybe we might get some closure on that then because if it is Who, going to this funeral other than Regina, uh, and like, uh, the main cast members, which are to. the people who seem to attend any funeral, <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of like the stock funeral well, people. Definitely, Snow and Charming will be there because they've been at every funeral this season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they really. It's like, well, mm. I was about to say royalty, but yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, next. Um. Yeah. Okay, so young Cora, when uh-huh. she was stealing the dress and finding the mask, mm-hmm. what was she? What was her original intent going to this ball? Oh, I think she was going to try and get uh, Prince Henry to fall in love with her, so uh, she could get into to a position of power, or really? so she could get one over on the king. What, what's her name? Eva. 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 Uh, who who uh, was partially responsible for her embarrassment earlier partially? in the day. But she thought, hey, that chick ruined my day. I'm going to ruin her day. Yeah. And then it got a little more complicated. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just – I don't know. It almost seemed like, wait, what, mm-hmm. are, you, what are you doing? Side note, looked gorgeous. <laughs> I would kill for that dress with a candle. Oh, something interesting I saw online this evening, that entire uh, royal ball scene mm-hmm. – that was all green screen. I mean, obviously the people were real, but the entire <laughs> room was completely green screened, even up to the stairs and everything. It was uh, all just cool. one big uh, green screen room, and I thought it looked really good. Like sometimes you can tell when they do that. You mean like when they were in the Giants World? When they were in the Giants World uh, last week, when they were in uh, the palace, when uh, Young Snow and her mom oh, were in the yeah. palace and stuff, you could kind of tell. But uh, I, I, I thought it looked uh, really, really good. <laughs> I will also say that a couple weeks ago, in anticipation of this episode, I, I downloaded uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I, I read the original Rumpelstiltskin tale. And until the twist where they fall in love, pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Uh, but then, of course, uh, because er, because uh, Rumpel sees that she has ambition and everything, he gives her a name right up front, and then the story kind of veers off. But, right. Basic, same basic premise. Well, that's pretty much how they've been going with all of them. They have enough of the real story yeah, and they, then a twist. Yeah, it's like 60% real story, 40% tying back into our plot. Yes. <laughs> and let's wrap it up with a bow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Snow's mom, though, yeah. uh, I, I'm kind of curious. Uh, I, it's probably a story we've yet to see uh, yet again. Again. But 
what happened between this episode and last week's episode uh, to turn her into a nice person? I know, Ava. Like, you went from being a complete and total beep to being like, we will be good. We will only do good. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, 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 I am glad that you didn't save me because now you were still good. Mm-hmm. When before she was, you know, getting Cora in trouble for she nothing. Said, she got flower on my slipper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, flipper. So I, I, I'm imagining something pretty uh, significant happened to her because of that attitude to make her so adamant in teaching Snow right. about that. To be a good that. person. Th- that'll be, uh, again, a story hopefully we'll see someday. Yes, hopefully. Anyway. Just a little bit. Um, okay, so completely pretty much off topic for everything, but it had nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ruby and Henry. Poor Henry. And actually, poor Ruby, they just sort of keep getting shoved to the side. Yeah. I really wanted and expected them both to have a much bigger role in this episode. Well, yeah, especially because they had the – I forget her name, but the actress who plays Ruby was live tweeting it, which is one of the one of the main reasons I thought she was going to be the one to die because she seemed like the least significant, significant character who was exactly. in on that live tweeting. And I assumed they would have the person who was going to die. Live tweeting. Live tweeting. Does Barbara Hershey even tweet? I don't know. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> it doesn't seem like her thing. I don't know. I, I don't remember seeing her when I went and followed all the... Uh, once people? Once people. Yeah, the cast members on on her Twitter. Nice. So. Yeah. But I yeah, just, they, they, they... They're... Because they're always being shoved to the side. Mm-hmm. And I really like... I think if you'd have had Henry roll up into Gold's shop at some point, can <laughs> you imagine? But, I mean, you can you can see where the uh, the, the characters are coming from doing that. Because they, you, don't, you don't want Henry there with Cora. No. Because then Cora not only has a bargaining chip against Emma, Snow, Charming, Rumpel, and Bay, but she also has a bargaining chip against Regina. If, right. if if Henry's physically there, if things aren't going her way, she can threaten Henry. Right. You know. I know. It just seems so like it, it makes it a, seems like it makes a not... story sense, but it doesn't it doesn't uh, do the actors sense. any favors. No, yeah. and I mean they got one scene, and really, Red, you had like mm-hmm. a third of a scene. Well, I she mean, just... last episode was pretty Henry centric, though. He, right, he it was, was there for a big chunk of it. And... I know, but this was like the big shebang. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, having a werewolf on your side might have been. Helpful in some way, shape, but or form. But she can only change on a full moon, can't she? Can't she? Yeah, but she has, still has the senses. Yeah, she has the, the, the super bloods, senses. The super senses, hearing, all that. She could have gotten to snow before Charming did. Mm-hmm. And who knows what that – she she just sniffed her out. Yeah. She might not have gotten and done. But of course. Oh, snow. Snow. My heart's broken. I thought, <sighs> I thought, I thought she was the moral center of the show. And she tried to be for a while. I, I yeah. the show just got too dark around her. I guess yeah. the center. So now it's charming. No, Emma, Henry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, so probably Emma. Emma at this point, e- even though Emma was in both the characters' past and in the past on the show, has been pretty shady. <laughs> She's had shady elements, but usually mm-hmm. with a good reason. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, you didn't out, think of this one, did you? Out of seven heart-shaped boxes, how many heart-shaped boxes do you give this episode? Thirteen. Thirteen? <laughs> how many did I say seven? Seven. <laughs> I give it thirteen, too, just for... Everything? The shock factor. The shock factor. Like, yeah. I, and I know I've said it before, but I just can't get over not the who died or who killed them, but how, how? it happened. How it happened was the most shocking thing to me. Like, I just, uh, you know, right after it was over, and I think I tweeted out on the, uh, on our Twitter account, GF Storybrook, holy heck. (laughs) (laughs) This was an intense, intense, intense episode. And I'm glad that it actually kind of humanized Cora, too. Yeah. Just a a little bit. You saw where she was. You saw why she was as awful a person as she is. Yeah. Which is something. And, you know, it, it really moved my heart enough that, you know, in honor of her dying, I think I want to set up a memorial website to honor Cora 
and the memory of Corey and and you know the solid five minutes of goodness and love that she had in her life. Okay, you know, so I I want to do this. I want to set up. You know, it'll just have a main page, uh, black background, red text, uh, two two animated GIF of eternal flames burning on either side of a picture of Cora. Young Cora or old Cora? Why not both? Both. Dual picture. It'll it'll be like one of those old uh, family store photographs with the on the black background, with with the, like uh, the cat pictures. with like the medium shot uh, elbows up of uh, of the person and then a little head, head. <laughs> and the head will be young Cora and the body will be old Cora, and anyway. uh, then there'll be a guest book underneath of it. Well, gotta have a guest book. Yeah, where you can sign in and uh, uh, sign up and put your own thoughts about Cora, your own memories of Cora. Out of those five minutes, what your favorite minutes were. Okay. I, but the only problem is I have the site designed. I have, you know, I, I wrote up 20 or 30 or 40 guest book entries just to get it just started. Have, yeah, have yeah something. just to get something. it started. Uh, but I don't have any place to put it. You don't have anywhere to put it? Yeah. Have, it's, you haven't it, done any research on this? Well, what I did, I created a directory on my computer called website and I put everything in there. But no one can get to it. No one can get to your... Uh, yeah, they can't... I, I tell Do you them have t- any web hosting? What's web hosting? <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I'm the ignorant person in this situation. You have no. to tell me what web hosting <laughs> is. <laughs> no, we're not cutting. We're not cutting. No. Well, it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like it would be something where you could That's you could put you a web page up the web, on so the people internet. could access it. That's how you make it. the website. Well, uh, okay, you know, in go all, to go in, it, well, in all your experience, <laughs> you know, setting up web hosting and doing websites, Anne Marie, uh, where would you suggest I get this web hosting from? Go to GoDaddy. GoDaddy what? GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy.com. Do they have, they have web we hosting? Have pro- they have web hosting. What, what if I need, say, a domain name? We can do that. You, you, you can do that? They can do that. What, what if I, I need uh, this, a site builder to uh, kind of improve my – because right now it's just all in a Word document, really. So I, I need to actually set up like an actual website. Uh, do they have a site builder? pretty sure they got a site builder is it WYSIWYG? i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> it is WYSIWYG, <laughs> from what i hear uh but you know they had i've got discount codes okay i'm a couponer oh okay, okay. i'm a couponer i'm not so, a website builder yeah, well, i'm a couponer it, it sounds like godaddy has a lot of great uh Here, services help- that i could use for my cora memorial site how about 10 In- off your cora memorial site temper- how do you feel 10 off the hosting 10 for- off Everything. 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 Their domain names. Everything. Oh, you, what, what, even email accounts, things like that. Yeah, it says. If it. I want to set up my own email server, I ten percent off everything. Well, what's the code? Tell me. Blue thirteen. Blue thirteen. B L U thirteen. B L U thirteen. Yep. And that's ten percent off everything. Ten percent off. Now, what if I? You know, I, I I might want to shop around on the domain name and stuff. What if I just want to get the web hosting from them? All do right, you have you, a code you, for ten percent off just the web hosting? I can do that. Okay. Pod thirteen, P O D thirteen, P O D thirteen. Ten percent off your web hosting. Interesting. Yeah, I told you I'm a couponer. I like percentages off. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, thank you for schooling me <laughs> on on web hosting and, and website design. Thank you for schooling me. And uh, yeah, everyone out there can definitely go to my uh, core memorial page soon. And we want to thank GoDaddy.com. Thank you, GoDaddy. I'm for sorry. Sponsoring the show. <laughs> and now on to the news. <laughs> news. Okay, ratings. We don't have much news this week, folks. I, I just want to let you know. This is the news. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, ra- ratings from ABC. Uh, this is a. Uh, we love soaps. We love. Oh, hey, there's a truck outside. I was like, "Where is that?" Clip? You can hear that. You can probably hear that on the recording. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, spiking over its adult eighteen to forty nine lead in uh, at eight p.m. ABC's Once Upon a Time ran neck and neck with CBS's Amazing Race for the lead in the hour, Close- which is good because last week we were down to them significantly, mm-hmm. as I recall. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, it looks like it looks like they matched last week's ratings within one tenth of a ratings point, which is basically 
statistic- it's better to stay stable than go down. Yeah, and you know, uh, one tenth of a rating point is statistically insignificant. It just means that of one of the you know five thousand Nielsen households in the country, someone was sick and <laughs> turned it on or something. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, very good to see. Very, very good to see. Uh, now, let's say, like we said, we don't have much news at all. Basically. If you watch the episode live on ABC, you have our next story, which is the very brief uh, preview clip. Just uh, the that, way me and Wynn like them, nice and brief. Yeah, that, end, that aired at the end of uh, this week's episode. For next week's episode, welcome to Storybrooke, which I'm very excited about because, so excited. I, as we know from episode descriptions, writers talking, et cetera, et cetera, this will be the episode that will give us the first week in Storybrooke for the Cursed Characters. Gus, 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 Yeah. We we get way too excited about Gus, Gus. No, but it'll be really interesting, especially, you know, it'll be weird to have flashbacks in Storybrooke while there's a pretty significant plot going on in Storybrooke, which is the fallout from this episode. Right. I wonder if we'll have any flashback flashbacks. Flashback, flashbacks, like, like way back to fairy. Oh, like they flashbacks. flash back to the first week in Storybrook, and then they flash back to fairy land. Yeah. Like, that would be amazing and but, very confusing, and also probably not very likely because no. the well. Let's who, just who knows? Like, I'm actually curious as to the nature of how people were when they got into Storybrook. Were they instantly these other people? Exactly, that's my question. Or was there some people turned? Yet some people hadn't, or did everyone show up there as their fairy tale characters and slowly over time just kind of their memories fogged Forget over it. and they became these new people? Yeah, I mean, you, know. you can only write so many spells. Like, mm-hmm. you can't create hundreds of memories. Yeah, which is why I'm very All right, let's watch the clip. Very excited. Are right. we going to watch the clip? I'd like to watch the clip. You'd like to watch the clip? Yeah, I mean, it okay, was let like, me turn it down a little it was bit like four hours ago I watched the clip. Okay. Uh, we'll watch it and commentate over it. Okay, let's... Okay, sad. Yes, we're watching the clip. Rumpel's trying to convince yeah. Re- Regina not to do anything. And everybody's trying to get Rumpel to stop. Mm-hmm. And Snow's attempting to talk to Regina again. And also getting locked in the house. And a heart. Yes, it, it very much looks like Regina takes Snow's, Snow's heart, heart there. Which, fair enough. Fair enough, but that ain't happening. Well, it's it, going back in. Hopefully. Hopefully. Or it's not coming out. Actually, you know what? Just because it would cause so much chaos in, in the plot and in the fandom, I would love to see them kill off Snow White. Like, just because if you thought... Done. That's the only thing that could top this episode, this week's episode, as far as shock value for me. Yeah. Is if they killed off Snow White in, in Regina's hand. or And, you know, as a result, Regina won. Like, Yeah, that's not going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, at this point, who knows? After this episode, after what Snow did this episode, anything's possible. And also, we we won't read it to you because it's short, and we don't want to spoil it for you. It's pretty funny though. We found this uh, fun little comic strip on shipsinthenight.tumblr.com that we'll have linked in our show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com that kind of uh, analyzes. Probably what Regina should have done when Jefferson told her that uh, the magic hat uh, could go Take back in time. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll put, we'll put that link in the show notes. Okay, let's see. Um, voicemail. We got a voicemail. We, we got a winner. A, we got a winner. We, someone won our notes from last week's episode. It, and uh, let's see here. We'll go ahead and play the voicemail and uh, find out who that was. I who have was no, the lucky winner? I have no idea. Who could have Hey guys, this is Bud. I just wanted to say about your podcast, and I really like the Johanna theory. I sat there listening to you talk, trying to find a hole in your theory, because it just makes sense. And um, Johanna's a good actor, if that is the case. Um, you guys are great. I love your segments about uh, the, the poems and the different things like that. So keep it awesome, and have a great day. Bye. And that bud, bud yeah, was our buddy bud. Yes, we had just us. He was uh, he supposed was our guest. to be. Yeah, he was supposed to be or on our last. He was supposed to be on our last uh, Friday night spoiler party. 
uh, scheduling conflict happened. But he was on the if you listen to the Once Upon a Time rap Podcasters Roundtable round table a couple weeks ago, he was on that with us. So uh, thanks, bud. And uh, go ahead and I think we have your email address somewhere, but. Send us another one. Yeah, j- just send us an email with your uh, with your address, and it will send you out autographed copies of our notes from last week. I apologize. I have the handwriting of a five-year-old. Oh, yeah. But Anne Marie's is pretty. You'll like reading hers. I'm not going to lie. I probably watched the episode and it took me about two hours because I kept stopping it last week. So there's a <laughs> lot of notes. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> nice. But I hear you want to go ahead and read our last okay. letter from Stacy since we already got wins. All right. Okay, Stacy. Hi guys. I really like your Johanna theory. She really she seemed really <laughs> fishy this episode. I am curious whether Johanna actually did die because Cora tends to throw people away once she has gotten everything she needs from them. Mhm. Mhm. In terms of Hook's ship, the writers have said either at Paleyfest or in the official podcast. We really need to start listening to that regularly. I I've been starting to a little bit. Okay. Um, that magic doesn't work outside of Storybrooke, but the effects of magic still work. This is why Gold Scarf works, which See, that, would explain why the ship would be – we really need to pay attention. Yeah, that that makes complete sense. Complete, I, well, I don't think yeah. they've ever said that explicitly on the show. Uh, like she said, uh, they said it at a panel or on well, that's a podcast what I'm, or something. that's what I'm saying. But that makes complete sense. Yep, because I didn't even think about Yeah, because the, the Shaw obviously works, yeah. so – um, okay, uh, I really like what you said about the Snowdrop Flower in terms of being connected with Tinkerbell. If you actually watch the Tinkerbell movies, oh, yes, I do. I tell you. <laughs> Specifically, Secret of Wings, it relates really well. Okay, I tried to get my daughter to watch Secret of Wings since she was this, and she refused. She's like, no, I want to watch Dora. So I'm going to try and watch it sometime <laughs> this week. Oh, and side note, this was bef- it came in before this episode aired. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, most of the times our feedback's like that unless we record on Tuesday and by that point. Thursday people, yeah. or the following Saturday. Anyway, so yeah, there you go. But uh, thank you thank very you, much, Stacey. And we did have a – we had a, another uh, website comment from Wynn, but uh, it was – we had to pick one and this was uh, the better This be- was the better of The better comments. one. But uh, something that uh, these uh, three that we just did, or the, including Wynn's and Wynn's comment and the one we're going to talk about in a second, one thread I saw through all of them. None of them could find a flaw with my Johanna theory. No one can find a, fl- a flaw. So uh, if Johanna makes another appearance, I'm, I'm going to say here, I called it. Oh, here we go. If, if, if she makes an appearance, I called it. This if she's bad, Padmore. I called it. This is Padmore. And uh, finally, <laughs> we want to uh, just uh, say, Hope uh, I wrote us a great big email with Huge a lot of email. really great so points. So many things. And it, it would take us right now. We're at fifty-two minutes. We'd pr- by the time we got done reading it and discussing it, it would be an hour and a half. Yeah, Solid. we'd we'd be, be in an hour <laughs> and a half, hour and forty minutes. So what we're gonna do uh, over the course of this week, we're gonna both me and Emery are gonna go into a blog post and uh, put in our thoughts about everything you said, Hope, and we're gonna put it out as a special blog post. And I would like to do that in the future too. Yeah, we need to actually get on that. Yeah. So if if you, if you want to, you know. Right into the mailbag uh, with a with a longer, uh, more more involved uh, theory or discussion about the show in general. Uh, we'll we'll we'll, do, we'll we'll definitely do that in the future. If your like letter's it. too long for the show, we'll answer it on the blog. blog post. Uh, greetings from Storybrook. Yeah, I like .com. It. Let's do it. Uh, in, in, now, if you want to leave your own feedback, a voicemail like Bud did, or an email, or a website comment, tweet, Tweets, whatever. Facebook. Uh, really easy ways to do that. First of all, we are on Twitter at GF Storybrook. Uh, you can also write to us via email uh, if you still use that at greetings from Storybrook. You still use that? <laughs> Some people are they're all about the Facebook messaging or whatever. Uh, well, I believe that. Yeah. Uh, but greetings from Storybrook at gmail dot com. Our voicemail number is four two four. Two seven four two three five two, and we love your voicemails. Please give us voicemails if if you want to contact us. It's take it takes fun. less than a minute. Pick up the phone, call us, leave us a voicemail. I love them. It creates a little bit more work for me in the editing. I it's like worth when it. you do that to him. Yeah. it's fun for me. But uh, you can find out how to contact us via Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, uh, Orkut. MySpace, Friendster, all the other smoke social signals. Ne- I totally take smoke signals. All the other social networks, Letter or you from can a leave pigeon. a or you can uh, leave a comment 
at uh, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Uh, now, Anne-Marie, I'm going to ask you to vamp for a second. I'm vamping? What's vamping? Vamping is talking while I look at something real quick. <gasps> oh, you just want me to talk. Okay. No, I just uh, – <laughs> I, I was actually going to say – that uh, what are you at? we we have we haven't checked in on this in a while to see <gasps> oh, if anyone's to check on iTunes. Yeah, to see if anyone's left us any reviews at Anybody all. Anybody left us a review on iTunes? Hold on, I have to go into this. Uh, this oh, podcast good. app is awful on the iPad. <laughs> One second. So, Luckily, the last thing I did in the podcast app on my iPad is search for our podcast, so I could see if we had any nice. reviews. So. No, but uh, if if you want to go and leave uh, leave a review preferably on positive review on iTunes for yes, us, please. Uh, we will read it on the show, which is what I'm trying to do at the moment. How uh, are you having this many issues? I know it's awful, isn't it? It's really embarrassing, almost. Let's see. And uh, no, it was all for naught. We haven't got one since January 24th. So if you want to, if you want to <laughs> help us out, help spread the show, uh, we'll obviously tell your friends and whatnot, but. Come to Internet Strangers as well because Internet Strangers are really uh, your friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're all like you. So I uh, leave us sort of review on iTunes and we'll read it on the show. I'm going to ask for a feedback on something uh, months and months ago around the times of Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Somebody had written in about uh, Emma's tattoo and I sort of let that fall by the wayside. You guys are better at this than me. If anybody has any more insight or guidance where I can go, I I want to do a little bit more research on it. You know what? If you haven't watched it yet, you should watch that Paleyfest thing. I yeah, almost I want to, to say there was a mention of some sort of tattoo in that. Was there? Yeah, you might want to yeah, watch it. I was at work. Stupid work. But if if anyone out, uh, if else anybody out there has remembers something that for specifically, me. Uh, but you yeah. should watch that anyway. It's a good watch. I know. I don't. It, it, and if you, uh, you guys out there haven't watched it, it's in our show notes from uh, episode nineteen. So uh, go check it out. It was okay. a great panel. I like so, it. Is there anything else? Any other important business to attend to? No. You know what? Maybe I will say. Um, if you haven't seen or don't want to be spoiled oh. about Oz the Great and Powerful, I'm going to give you a quick like 30 second minute. You can tune out now if you don't want to know. Review. Uh, and I'm going to try and keep it spoiler free. But there is one point that some people are considering a spoiler. So if you if you're worried about it at all, see you next week. <laughs> on greetings from Storybrooke. Now let's talk about Oz the Great and Powerful. I went to see it yesterday. With a Re- <laughs> yeah, really, really good. Don't go into it expecting uh, The Wizard of Oz, because it's not The Wizard of Oz. But don't go into it expecting Return to Oz either, because it's not that dark. But, it, oh, excuse me. I burped a little. I <laughs> I get excited when I talk about Oz. No, but it, overall, really, really solid flick. Uh, really good story. Uh, the little China girl was just adorable. She she captured my heart. It was great. And Michelle, uh, what's her name? Michelle Williams did really good as Glenda the Good Witch, and uh, James Franco was passable as the Wizard. Uh, he was. I, I I have a hard time looking at him and not seeing uh, what's his name from Freaks and Geeks and uh, what's his other name from Pineapple Express. But uh, it was. But o- overall, really good. Uh, Zach Braff did really good as uh, who Zach Braff played the monkey and the assistant and whatnot. I really didn't like Mila Kunis in it. Uh, she just – she was really flat to me. Like it, it was basically – you know that if you've ever seen Family Guy, that voice she does for Megan Family Guy, that was her character's voice for the the majority of the movie. I And I, I will say you know, she does play the wicked – the ultimate wicked witch uh, and she just – she didn't fit the part very well. I, I, I think she would have fit better – actually – you know, Michelle Williams did a really good job. She probably would have been better as a Glenda, but Michelle Williams was better than she would have been. <laughs> so it's a little hard. But yeah, definitely, if you're, you know, obviously you listen to this podcast, you watch Once Upon a Time, you're into this kind of stuff. And the 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 main thing I took away from it versus all the other reimaginings of fairy tales that have come out over the past five or ten years on TV and film this wasn't a story about some hip young girl in her mid-20s who used to be a little girl who hung out in Wonderland or Oz or whatever. Now she's all grown up and she's going back, which has been the plot to every revival for every fairy tale for forever. Yeah. And it, it was really fresh and it was really good and it wasn't that at all. Uh, so if that sounds interesting to all to you, I recommend seeing Oz the Great and Powerful. And uh, 
Let's see. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Anne-Marie's really bored. She, she I'm didn't really get mad, year. actually, because I wanted to go, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to go together, but then he took a five-year-old. Yeah, you, the scheduling just didn't work out, unfortunately. Whatever. Whatever. We'll Whatever. get the next one. But, uh, I never okay. go to the movies. Like I said... Uh, you can get a hold of us. Anyway. Greetingsfromstorybrook.com. All the information is there. Uh, you can email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at gfstorybrook. My Twitter is at Bill Meeks. And mine's at amdsimone. And uh, I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie Deesimone. Did we really have to do that again? <laughs> I did. it. You really are redundant. I am. So until next week. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Storybrook.